But I know that when I am feeling just pinched on all the levels and those yellow flags are popping up is when I'm consistently wanting to move to the next moment. So at 3 p.m. when I want the workday to be over or in the evening when I want it to be kid bedtime and then I immediately want it to be my own bedtime. And part of it, I know it's normal stress, like we're tired, we're definitely fatigued. But part of it's also that I'm so tired right now and I also don't want to be wishing my life away. For many of us, we're so tired and we feel so fatigued that we want the next thing. But in reality, if we just sink into it and just try to do one thing at a time in that moment, we can feel a lot better about ourselves and about that actual moment. I'm Amy. And I'm Abby. And as women, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. But your life isn't supposed to look like hers. Being your best self means standing firm in your decisions and always being willing to grow with a purpose. We get vulnerable and real with an honest look into the challenges and triumphs we all face. Every woman listening gets the opportunity to choose what life looks like for herself. Today, we're going to talk about yellow flags, how you see them, how you recognize them, and even maybe how you do something about them. The blessing of leading this community is that we can feel the pulse of it. We're the ones that are getting the messages. We have the behind the scenes of women's lives, and we're able to bring that from behind the scenes to in front of the scenes and onto these podcast episodes. So Abby and I are willing to tell our stories and to be very vulnerable and real, but we also want to interweave the stories of this community. It feels like that's where we'll all be able to figure it out and move forward together. Exactly. And anytime we bring up that overstimulation or the overwhelm or the anger, the community responds. And these are things that many of us, we're feeling them. Like we're feeling them. And right now with the pandemic, I think we're feeling them even more than ever. But we're often not putting words on to our experiences. So when somebody else does, we're able to say, yes, that's me. I just couldn't put it into the, the right words. So today, Amy and I are going to dive into what we're calling yellow flags. Yeah, and so many women are having the same experiences, but women don't want to be like, oh, I am screaming at my toddler or I am being mean to my spouse. Like it's not something that's approved of to say out loud. But when those of us that feel confident enough to say that, that's when people are saying, yes, me too. So yellow flags refer to feelings that might arise. These are your warning signals. If ignored, many of us will act in a way that doesn't feel good or in alignment with ourselves. So for example, your yellow flag might be overwhelm. And if you ignore it for too long, it could come out as you raising your voice with your toddlers for something that they you wouldn't normally raise your voice for, or you might snap at your partner for something that normally wouldn't bother you. Yes, yes, yes. And it feels like what's happening is that so many of us are stretched really, really thin right now. And because of that, a lot of us aren't feeling like ourselves. Like I brought this up to Amy so many times that I just feel off. Like I can't put an exact word on it. I can't put an experience on it. I just feel super duper off. And it's hard because you want to bring your your best self to the situations that you bring. But when you're feeling that way, it's really, really hard to do that. And the conversation gets really complicated because we understand that many of us don't have the support systems in place that we're used to. 
But as always, we're also going to try to weave in some tangible tips because what other choice do we have right now? Like we yeah. really don't have any other choices. And most of us don't want to feel stuck or feel like there's not an answer. Yeah. And to speak to what Abby was just talking about, for me, I all along I was thinking, okay, like there's a pandemic going on. Like, of mm-hmm. course, I don't feel like myself. And that's true. Like a lot of us are chalking it up to that. This has just been a very hard time to live through and be a mom through. But also, I just went to the doctor and found out that I was deficient in so many things that are also contributing. So I just wanted to add that because I think it's it is easy to chalk it up like oh, this that it was 2020's fault, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, that meant that I was kind of ignoring my body saying like, wait, I'm way more tired than normal. So it can be a multitude of things. And sometimes we have to like peel back the layers of the onion to figure out like what is actually going on. Right. It's, it's the external and the internal and they can work right alongside each other to really make us feel like crap sometimes. I'm yeah. just going to say it plainly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am seeing my therapist right now. I'm seeing this doctor that's helping me with my hormones like I know that it's a privilege to be able to use those two resources but I also know like I really needed them to start to get out of my personal rut okay so what did these yellow flags look like then yeah so well they're different for everyone we just kind of named it yellow flags like it's not like a dictionary (laughs) definition well Webster, like in your life where did they show up yeah so And I've mentioned this before, but for me, when I have minimal patience with my kids, I know that I am not getting what I need. So there's been moments lately where I can just kind of feel myself on edge and my reactions are bigger than they normally are. Another one for me is I call it like popping off to my husband. So this is when I feel super reactionary. As we all know, Drew is much more particular than me. And so he communicates all of these little things. Like if I leave a drawer open, if I leave a cabinet open, many of you are probably relating because these things bother you about your partner. (laughs) But he'll, instead of just like shutting a cabinet, which my therapist did approve, like you could just shut the cabinet and not mention it to her. He lets me know and sometimes I'll be like, okay, thank you. And I just get very like annoyed. Um, So instead of taking his feedback, which could be justified or I could do better of just not reacting to him, I'll feel very reactionary towards his like little criticisms. And then the last one that I thought of for my examples is I called it the swim. So lately, I just feel like I have so much to do that I don't even know where to start. Like I'm just swimming in things to do. So if Cole goes down for a nap and the older boys are watching a movie at that time, I try to save their screen time for Cole's nap. I'm like, what of these 300 things should I do? And it can kind of like paralyze you because you're like, okay, I really need to take care of myself. I really need to work out. I also was supposed to reply to this email. I also have 100 DMs. I also owe Abby this thing for the podcast. Like, I just feel like because most of us are so short on our support or our childcare, we're constantly in this state of just like swimming and stuff to do. And that can really give you paralysis when you actually get 
you know, an hour because you're like, I I don't know which of this is going to make me feel the best to get done. <laughs> well, when you're when you have that paralysis and you sit there for 10 minutes, you're like, no, 10 minutes of my yeah, precious yeah, yeah. nap time has already been taken up. Oh, I can echo so much of what you said. Definitely the lack of patience with the kids, especially late at night or like just go to bed. Like all you have to do is go to yeah, bed. You're going to yeah. feel so much better if you just fall asleep when it's like, okay, they're two and four. Like they don't, they don't get it right now. They're having big feelings. They want to stay up with their, with their parents. Like, uh, it's just hard. And I'm like putting myself in the position even like last night, but I also find myself blaming Colin when it's definitely not his fault. So I'm not sure if anybody else does this, but like just yesterday morning, I was trying to bring laundry upstairs. It was already folded, just trying to bring it upstairs. I had my phone in one hand, like there was a toddler pulling at me. So I had it the, wasn't in a basket? No, I should have, like, but yeah, everything yeah. was like in, in like this. You can't see me over yeah, here. Yeah. Only Amy can see me. And then a toddler was pulling at me and I dropped the laundry basket and it was folded laundry, you guys. So like it was bad. Like that was Wait, really so it bad. was in a laundry basket? It or was in a laundry it? basket. Okay, it Sorry. was. It was in a laundry basket, okay. all folded. <laughs> we're, we're trying to visualize. <laughs> all folded, bringing it from downstairs to upstairs. And I had too many things, literally too many things pulling at me. A child was literally pulling at me. And when I dropped the laundry basket, I yelled, Colin, and like freaked out. And it wasn't his fault. Like I tripped over my own self. I dropped it on the ground. Colin was nowhere in sight. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, if Colin would have taken care of the kids or if he would have brought these upstairs the next time he was there. And I just have to stop and pause and be like, it's not Colin's fault. I'm freaking out over something that's not his fault. But I know that when that happens consistently, that's when I'm definitely having those yellow flags. Does that even make sense? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then another time that it really pops up, and this is something that is a lot of it's part of my personality. So it's something I have to work on with my personality. But I know that when I am feeling just pinched on all the levels and those yellow flags are popping up is when I'm consistently wanting to move to the next moment. So at 3 p.m. when I want the workday to be over or in the evening when I want it to be kid bedtime and then I immediately want it to be my own bedtime. And part of it, I know it's normal stress, like we're tired, we're definitely fatigued. But part of it's also that I'm so tired right now and I also don't want to be wishing my life away. Like I don't want to be constantly in a season where I'm thinking about the next moment and wanting to be done with this current moment because there's a lot of really good moments right at our fingertips. And I think that for many of us, we're so tired and we feel so fatigued that we want the next thing. But in reality, if we just sink into it and just try to do one thing at a time in that moment, we can feel a lot better about ourselves and about that actual moment. So just kind of want to throw that one out there that that is something that I'm working on. And I feel like it's been popping up a lot more than usual. And I can just hear emotion in your voice today, like as we're talking through these things. So just know you guys, you know, this, these are hard things. Um, I think for a lot of us, when we aren't able to feel our best, um, it, it weighs on you. And so we're right there with you. But now in the conversation, we wanted to talk about like what happens if you start to recognize these yellow flags ahead of time. So that you can start mothering and caring for yourself. Like your needs matter too. Um, because as you can hear from our examples, if you're not honoring your own needs, like it's going to come out and spill out to the people that you don't want it to spill out to. So 
it can get you stuck in this phase of anger, in this phase of guilt and being hard on yourselves. So like out pops the anger at your husband, out pops the impatience at your toddler. And then you go into feeling really guilty and feeling very hard on yourself because that's not that wasn't in alignment with how you feel like you want to show up or who you are. Then you say sorry. And then you go right back into the cycle starting all over again. So I just wanted to make a note that sometimes we can start to predict these situations and you can kind of have your best plan in place. So I can give a personal example. We just had another Wisconsin snow day. And so going into that, I knew we we were pretty sure the storm was going to come and it was going to be a snow day. So I had four days of parenting, including two days all by myself with my three kids. I know in this season that is just overwhelming for me. So I've got to talk to Drew ahead of time to come up with a plan. How am I going to be able to get my best breaks. For me, I tell Drew, I'm like, it would really help if one of those two mornings, I could have 15 minutes to just get ready in the morning for my day without the kids. So before you leave for work, could I have one of the two mornings? Because I think too, being a partner is being a partner. Like I, I can't expect that Drew can give that to me every morning, but I can expect him to do one of the two you know, be on wake up duty for one of the two mornings. So I had that in place. We talked about like how everyone knows I cope with workouts, how I was going to get that in, what our plan was for dinners. Like we just had a plan going in. Whereas before I would have just like cannonballed in and then probably had some not so great reactions because we didn't have a plan in place. So when my yellow flags are flying really high, I know now to meet them with compassion. And this is something that our one of our favorite therapists, Kate Borsato, has taught us. So instead of being mean to myself, I say, wow, Amy, like this is really a hard time for you. What do you need more of? What do you need less of? For me, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, is that I've been using my phone so much less at night. So I also on my iPhone turned off notifications for Instagram for text messages. Like, I know I check them regularly enough. Like, I'll get to you if I want to get to you. Like, And now you don't have the 47,000 little check marks next to the, the number anymore, do you? No, I think that the actual <laughs> number still still is on. But what happens is before my home screen would have preview notifications. Okay. So it would be a DM that says from this mom that needs my help, or maybe it was something that wasn't very nice. I could see like the beginning of the DM. So I always felt pulled. Like I always felt like, oh, I could just answer that really quick or, oh, let me get back to my friend. But now I've become really protective of the time from when the boys get home from daycare until their bedtime. I really try to be really light on my phone. And I've told my community, I'm not going to post at night anymore because like I'm mom and I am a wife and like that matters more to me. No one was going to make that boundary for me. Like I had to make that boundary for myself. And so for you guys listening out there, like your boundaries might look different from ours. But I went through a season where I was like, wow, I have a lot of yellow flags right now. 
what can I change? And then when I made that change, I was like, why didn't I do that sooner? Like, why didn't I do that sooner? Because it was always something that I was like, I probably should change this habit. And then when Drew comes to bed, like, really, I want to be present for him. I want to be spending time with him and not with people on Instagram. Right. Especially since you do have so much of that all day long. It's yeah. Like you're right. going to be like working me during the day, mom Amy for a couple of hours and then wife Amy. Yeah. And I um, like Abby knows this. I don't take any business meetings or phone calls at night because mm-hmm. it's just a boundary. And if I say yes, I'm not difficult. Like I'll figure it out if it really needed to happen. But like at the same time, I'm not going to take a scheduled meeting when I don't feel comfortable with the timing of it. Or right now, Drew and I are very overwhelmed. So for me, it doesn't feel like a good partner if I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to disappear from six to seven, like our hardest part of the the night right. with the kids. Right. So you've got to figure out what is going to work for you and then not carry the guilt of like letting other people down, you know, like just as adults, that's part of life. Like you have to make your boundaries. Yeah, the boundaries. You do such a good job with setting those boundaries. And I want to just circle back to one thing that you said there with leaving from six to seven p.m. and being like, "I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be present here. I'm gonna be present here." Just this last week, Colin had like an exceptionally hard work day, and he was like, "Hey, I know that this isn't quote unquote fair, but I have had such a hard work day that I need to be just me as a human being, like tonight." And that's yeah. going to be that's going to be probably from like during dinner time, and how he approached the situation was like so good because yeah. he came at it as a, I, I not not with the yellow flags screaming, which I definitely have been there and yeah, probably yeah. would have brought it up that way, but he came at it from a really really caring heart of like I can't parent well tonight, so I'm either going to be a crap parent and then a crap husband afterwards, or I need to take my break, go into the basement, get a workout in can you take it? And I was like, yes, of course. Like that was the best conversation around it. So if you are needing something that might be putting the other person in a spot that is more difficult for them, coming at it in a really nice way. Yeah. And like communicate that, use Mm -hmm. your words. And I think that most of us feel like we can spot our partners at times and we need to be spotted at times. Like that's, that is part of a parenting relationship. Mm And just a quick break to let you guys know that this podcast episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you guys know, this is the counseling service that both Abby and I use. Drew has come to a session with me before. It is just really nice and so relevant to this episode to have a licensed professional listening to you for a period of time All the focus is on you. You're able to get these feelings, these thoughts out and get some really great feedback on things that you could work on. Um, I know that it has been so helpful to my relationship with Drew and understanding, you know, the give and take and kind of how she coaches us through these tough parenting years. Um, So if you want to use BetterHelp for yourself, you can go to Better H E L P dot com backslash herself for ten percent off your first month. And these are the conversations that Amy and I both have with our therapists. Like these yellow flags, sometimes they can come up and you can hear them right away. And right now I know we're both better at it. Like yeah, it's yeah. been a learning curve without trying to figure that out. 
And some of the things that have worked for me, I guess, are in this first one, you're going to be like, what? But I'm working on it so hard, you guys. My therapist was like, Abby, you need to start doing nothing. You need to start being. Like, you are a human doing all the time. You need to start being a human being. And I'm like, you're right. Like, you're definitely right. But what do I do? Like, if I'm doing nothing, what <laughs> yeah. do I do? And she's like, a guided meditation. Like, a guided meditation. You can sit there. You can do 10 minutes. You can do five minutes if that's all you have time for or all the capacity for. Like, that's what you need to do. And I have found that I am starting my day with that. Like, most mornings, I actually start my day with it. Um, do I follow everything perfectly? No. Definitely not. But is it progress? Yeah. I My boobs wake me up. Like I'm nursing right now or pumping all the time. So my boobs usually wake me up. I lay in bed. I have my headphones right next to my bed. Like there's no excuse. Throw them on. And I think I'm like six weeks in and do it most weekdays, sometimes on the weekends. And I love it. Like starting my day with that has been so good. One of my goals in 2021 was I want to start my day with something just for me. And it can't always be a workout. It can't always be a hot breakfast. It can't always be this like huge ordeal. So 10 minutes, so good. I also get outside every day. If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, it's like five degrees out right now. But and today, Amy and I were able to get outside and do a brainstorming session together. It's just non-negotiable. Like it is really cold out, but I am such a crab if I don't get sunlight and if I don't get fresh air. Like I definitely like a house plant. I need I need both of those things in order to live. And movement plus getting outside of the house, like it's just so life-giving. It's so life-giving. And then the last thing, and Amy, you do this as well, but something that I started this last summer that has definitely carried its way through pregnancy, through the pandemic, into my postpartum life, I talk a lot about overstimulation. And it's not just with noise. Like I sometimes feel like the light is brighter than it needs to be. And that like little kid elbows, like elbowing in, feel harsher than they should. And then definitely with the noise. But the overstimulation right now is so real. And I thought it was a pregnancy thing. I thought it was a pandemic thing. But I don't know if it's just like a this season thing. And every time I bring this up, people are like, yes, like so much of this is just I'm sensitive to all these things right now. So this summer I started wearing earplugs. Like just once in a while, just to dull out the noise, a tiny little bit. And Colin sometimes wouldn't know that I had earplugs in, so he'd be like talking to me and not understanding what was going on. So now just wearing noise-canceling headphones, or if you don't have noise-canceling headphones, wear like a funny headband or something so your partner also knows that you're kind of in the zone. It just, it really helps when those yellow flags creep up to just go into the zone a little bit, have everything just dulled out a tiny little bit. You can come back feeling your best, and it's made such a difference. Yeah. I like what you said about the guided meditation to start the day. I know my therapist was just telling me, she she actually heard it during a Peloton ride, but that breathing is medicine. So mm. like deep breathing when you're having these really hard moments or maybe to start your day, or I actually do it at the end of the day to just kind of like calm your nervous system down just, you know, allow yourself to feel like cared for and that, okay, we're slowing down now. And it doesn't help if then you pop back onto your phone. It's like, you have to get yourself into these routines where we can be slowing down. But I'm not perfect. I've been like obsessed with Bling Empire right now. And so I literally listen. I watched the episode um, in bed last night until I literally had to go to bed because I wanted to finish. But anyways, so no one's perfect. Sometimes like taking a break with a show that is mindless, but funny is an answer. And that's okay, too. So we wanted to make this episode because I think what happens most of the time is that people feel like they're an angry mom, an angry wife, 
you know, a bad mom. But it's really just that in this season, a lot of us have these yellow flags that are coming out as anger, frustration, and irritability. Like there is so much more under the surface. It's like an iceberg. Like here's what shows at the top, but this woman is dealing with all these things that nobody can see below. So we wanted to open up this conversation because if we're not able to label our emotions, you know, get in check with why we're having these reactions, you know, you're really not going to be able to make a change. And as we keep saying, like, none of us are going to be perfect. We're not even going to hold ourselves to that mm-hmm. standard. But if you feel like you've been in this cycle, you know, how are we going to break this? And that's what we wanted to bring to the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Well, and so much of what you just said there with like, you're not an angry mom. You're a mom who is angry right now because you're letting those yellow flags pull in. And I think just being preventive with all of these things. So the things that we talked about today with, you know, going for walks, getting the time for yourself, having the 10 minutes to get ready in the morning or to meditate or just to be by yourself. Like those are the pieces that we need to be doing. They are human rights. Like there are things that we should be doing at our very, very core in order to make us feel and help us feel like the human beings that we were supposed to be. And I think so much of this is like we're we're always trying to go. We're always trying to do something. And maybe this is just me as like an achiever type, but just stopping and thinking like what will actually make me feel better right now versus what can I do in order to propel myself forward? I think that is also a piece that just can help. Yeah. Like the whole point of this podcast is that it's going to look different for all of us. Your yellow flags might be far different from ours. Maybe your show up at work, you know, we don't know. Mm -hmm. But all we're saying is like most of us can start to feel like, wow, this isn't my normal like self. How am I going to get to a place where I feel better so that I can break this cycle? And, you know, we can link articles you are not alone if you're feeling this way. Like this has been, the pandemic has been so hard on women Mm -hmm. and there's droves of us going through the same thing. So please don't feel alone. But as a podcast, also our mission is like, how do we get one step further? Abby and I are trying to do that right now. So as I said, Mm -hmm. I needed to get some blood work done. I'm going to my therapist. I'm, you know, using all my coping skills I was already using. But during some of these seasons, there are going to be little shifts or little differences. Never in my life have I had to think about like, okay, is there actually something like physiologically going on with me? Am I missing something here? Because all my, like my mood is just down. Like this isn't my normal mood. Um, And so that's kind of what spurred me to get a little bit more testing. But we just want you guys to like feel your best. And sometimes that's going to be like, there's going to be new things, you know, maybe you thought meditation was, (laughs) you know, not for you, but I still think that I'm still trying here. (laughs) But you're, you're like, you know what, what I'm doing right now isn't working. So maybe I do have to try something new. Yeah. I also want to encourage you to think about this with your partner and not to be like Abby and Amy on the Herself podcast said that yeah. you're having these yellow flags. Don't blame us. <laughs> <laughs> but to like notice the yellow flags in your partner, like maybe your partner is bringing work stress home and that's coming out on you. Or maybe your partner is needing a break but not getting it and instead trying to do dinner, do the nighttime scramble and isn't taking the time for him or herself. Like maybe that's happening and yeah. you stepping in and saying, hey, like 
I'm seeing these things right now, like from a very gracious heart, from a very, very kind person person here. I want to say, let's go, go take a break. Yeah, because too, I know Drew feels really guilty for that because he's like, why should you have to be with three little boys and I get to take a break? But I told him, I'm like, I... And I worked <laughs> with my therapist on this. I'd rather you go because um, mealtime is very triggering for him. I'd rather you go eat dinner in the basement and come up as this man that, you know, can deal with mm-hmm. all this than be impatient or reactionary. Like him having his yellow flags, his red flags come right, out right. really triggers me in a way where I feel like I'd rather avoid that. And it's not every night, you guys, right? Like we have to be resilient. So we're not saying send him Amy's to the basement. dinner duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like let's make that clear. <laughs> but where can we meet? We're like, wow, you really did have a really tough work day. I can see that. Do you want to just take one night off? is a place that we've had to get to because otherwise it turns into that. Yeah. Like he's reactionary, then I'm reactionary. Now we're kind of in a squabble and that doesn't feel good for either of us. Nobody's cup is filled. Everyone's just still pouring from empty cups and then nobody's actually getting that regeneration to be able to help the other person. So completely. So as we end today, we just wanted to remind you that if you have not subscribed to the podcast, just click that little button. So wherever you listen, if you're on iTunes, if you're on Spotify, if you're on whatever whatever platform you're using hit subscribe and we will be showing up in your library every single monday we try to get in there as early as possible to make sure that more of this information can get to you guys 